Welcome to my podcast, Midlife with Courage, where my goal is to inspire you, a woman who wants to step outside of her comfort zone and live an amazing life. I'm Kim Benoy. I'll share my experiences, stories, and interviews with other amazing women that are meant to help you take those first steps towards something fantastic. So let's not wait another minute to get started. Kim here. Before you listen to Jenny Greensmith tell us her wonderful story, I just wanted to remind you that, hey, it's a new month. It's April. And as I'm recording this, it does not look like spring, but hopefully by the time this comes out, it will look like spring. Our weather this spring has been just crazy, but spring is coming. Flowers will be blooming. I just keep reminding myself that that is the the truth. It will happen. All right. So this month I've got three wonderful interviews. Um, Jenny, as you're just about to listen to, and then I've got another wonderful lady. Her name is Carrie Adelstein. And then I have someone local to us in Hudson here. Um, Dr. Caitlin Hader is going to be talking to us about uh, women's health. We'll leave it at that and uh, we'll go into more detail. You'll have to listen to the episode, but I'm so excited about it. So that is three weeks worth. There's four weeks in April. And so hmm, what would Kim be doing on that fourth week? Well, guess what? I've been doing this podcast for one year. Ah, I cannot believe it. I've had so much fun with it. And I so appreciate all of you who are listening. And to all of my guests this last year, I so appreciate you coming on to tell your stories and share them so that you can inspire and encourage other women. It is such a blessing. And it is so fun. And It's just brought me a lot of joy, and I hope it's brought you joy as well. So if you are listening to the podcast, I would love it if you would subscribe. I would love it if you would leave a five-star review, leave a comment, or just, you know what, send me an email. Say, hey, Kim, I love your show. Keep doing it. Good girl. Good job. (laughs) My email is midlifewithcourage at gmail.com, and I would love to hear from you. And maybe you know somebody that you think should be on the podcast, and maybe it's you send me an email. You also will be able to go to my website, uh, midlifewithcourage.com. And on the contact us page, there's a little bar there that you can click and you can put your information in about being a guest on the podcast. I would love to hear from you. Um, there's, there's so many stories to share and everyone has their own story. And it's been so inspiring and encouraging that I just, I cannot wait to share all the stories with all of you. All right, you guys, enjoy this episode and have a happy spring. Take care. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Midlife with Courage. I'm Kim Benoit, your host, and I am so glad that you're here. I'm also very glad that my guest is here this week. Her name is Jenny Greensmith. Hello, Jenny. Hello. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Very glad to be here. Awesome. Um, so Jenny is the founder and owner of Best You Health Coaching and Group Training, uh, which was created to help women change their life, feel strong, empowered, and confident. And those are all things that we love here at Midlife with Courage. So I was excited to have Jenny come and talk to us. So Jenny, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Where are you from? What do you do besides the health, health coaching, which I've already said, but <laughs> just tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, am in Canada. I live outside of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and I've lived in this 
area most of my life. <laughs> Traveled across Canada a little bit, across different provinces, but lived here most of my life. I am a mother of two lovely children, uh, ages nine and 11. My youngest just turned nine this week, actually. And um, I am a wife of a very patient, <laughs> lovely <laughs> husband who supports me in all of my ventures and my work. And I am a, a business owner, um, which is really a, a big piece of how I identi identify myself. I, I find that's a big piece of who I am. Um, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> proud of the business I've created. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about your story. How did you come to be a business person? Or how did you, we like to hear stories here and hear how people have kind of, you know, taken their different journeys in life. So tell us about you and yours. Sure. Yeah, I grew up as a competitive synchronized swimmer. Actually, I was in competitive synchronized swimming for over 10 years um, and loved the sport, loved the camaraderie, loved the competition, loved all of those mm -hmm. things. Um, out of swimming, I knew that I needed to still be involved somehow. So I transitioned, transitioned to coaching mm -hmm. and have been coaching synchronized swimming from the babies to the, uh, you know, high, high elite athletes along the way, uh, every, every age and, um, skill level. Okay. And, so uh, babies, you mean newbies or do you literally well, mean let's babies? Say, <laughs> let's say four-year-olds. I've had four-year-olds okay. as in my mind are the little babies in the sport. Yeah. Okay. Not that baby. <laughs> okay. Cause I was picturing some weird things in my mind. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks for catching me on that. Yep. Um, the babies as in they start, they, some are as little as four. So they're a lot of fun. They're a okay. lot of fun along the way. So, um, I currently do coach, uh, continue to coach, um, which is a big part of, of, uh, what I like to do as well. Um, I went to school, uh, for kinesiology. So once again, I knew I had this interest in sport, this interest in movement, this interest in the body. Um, so kinesiology was the, the best way to go and um, found a real passion for the psychology of health and the psychology of exercise. So why do some people like to exercise? Why do some people not like to exercise? What are the words that we tell ourselves? What are the stories that we tell ourselves? What are the stories we tell ourselves when we look in the mirror? Um, all of those things to me are uh, very fascinating. Um, and out, as soon as I graduated, I actually went into healthcare, um, not a frontline provider, but you know, back office. So looking at the funding and the accountability and trying to make our healthcare system work a little more smoothly. Um, and I worked there for uh, about 12, 13 years within healthcare and, you know, many different areas, finishing in palliative care and really enjoyed it at the beginning, thought it was what I needed to do. But um, near the end, I was extremely unhappy, <laughs> extremely unhappy. Um, which was impacting my everyday, which was impacting my, you know, bringing me into a lot of anxiety, bringing me into a lot of, you know, unhappiness, which as we all know, when you're unhappy in your job, if you are unhappy in your job, it does translate to the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. It translates to your relationships, it translates to your home. Um, and I got to a point where I just did not want to spend another 20 years doing the same thing. And I just knew that this was not what I was meant to do. And I had to make a decision. Do I want to just kind of push through and move to another area of healthcare and, you know, keep doing the same thing over and over? Or do I want to take that leap and try something um, new and uncomfortable and a little bit scary of starting your own business? Um, my, uh, my fit and what took me to that decision is one, my schooling, which I love the psychology of the exercise, but 
my favorite part of the day when I was working in healthcare was the hour that I was teaching fitness classes. So I had a, you know, a part-time job teaching fitness classes at a local gym. And it was my favorite hour of the day. I looked forward to it. I loved it. I felt empowered. I felt great afterwards. So I knew that that's um, where I needed to go, where I needed to go. So that was the mindset and the planning that really led me into the, the early stages of the creation of my business. Oh, cool. See, you find one thing that you love to do and you just go for it. I, I love that. I, that sounds a little familiar to me too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it does. <laughs> awesome. So how did, tell us a little bit about that process of like taking that leap and starting your own business. I bet it was pretty scary and, um, you know, just, I know it was for me, so I'm guessing for you too. How did you take those first steps? Mm-hmm. It, it, it was, I actually started the creation of the business while I was still working. I kind of put that infrastructure in place and, you know, was planning on doing both for a little bit to build up the business while I still had some income in my, in my full-time job. And I did do that for a little bit. Um, and to be completely honest, I, I was just so unhappy in my job that I said, even if I'm not making a dollar, I need to not be in this place anymore because uh, it is impacting my life. It is impacting my every day. I cannot do this. I can't do this to my family because I was in such a crabby place all the time. <laughs> so I just said enough, enough. I'm, I quit my job um, with, you know, a very, very small income <laughs> in my uh, in my own personal business, but I knew that I knew deep down in my heart that it was what I was meant to do. And it's what I was going to do. It's what I would be very good at. Um, So I, you know, I just quit (laughs) and said, here we go. And, you know, you make things work. And when you have that passion and that need and that drive, then I was able to grow um, because I was doing you know, people always say it's not work, but of course there's parts that are tough, you know, harder than others, all of those things. But I, I really, really am so fortunate that I love what I do. And I know there aren't many people that can say that they love what they do. Um, but it has changed my whole outlook. It has changed who I am as an individual. It has changed my, my relationships with other people. It's changed, you know, I feel I'm much happier at home with my family than I was, which is, you know, they're happy. I'm happy. Everyone loves um, that. Yeah. So it's, it's been, um, it's been amazing. You know, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't go back. Beautiful. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. and when you're in that situation, people just are attracted to you too, to, and to what you have to offer. And just by virtue of seeing that energy and that positivity and that happiness. And that's, that's worth a million dollars, really. (laughs) I completely agree. The energy that you put out, you know, it's, you know, all the laws that talk about that energy, etc. It's true. It's true. And people are, are drawn to that energy. And I'm drawn to that, too. So it's, it's been amazing. That's wonderful. Uh, Um, So I want to talk a little bit about the psychology of the health and exercise. Can you talk a little Mm -hmm. bit about that? Because that, I mean, when you were saying like, what are the messages that you say to yourself to not exercise or whatever, which I'm like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that would be me. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So what the business is, is the business is an online fitness business, Um, you know, online classes that I I do personal training and small group sessions. And we exercise online, which, you know, I actually created the infrastructure for an online fitness business before this COVID pandemic uh, started. Wow! So I was, you know, 
it was a terrible situation. Of course it was from a business perspective. I had this infrastructure that was needed to grow extremely quickly over the last, um, throughout this pandemic. Um, and you know, our world has changed quite a bit on our acceptance of virtual and online, um, anything really. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been great from that perspective, but a big component of the exercise is the mindset. So what that looks like is how, and I coach mindset through, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching or, um, how I talk to people and how I encourage people to talk to themselves. Um, when people ask me kind of what's, what's the one thing, you know, and if, if it was that easy, I think everybody would do it right. The, yep. the, the thing that draws me to the psychology side of, of fitness and health and exercise is it's so complex. Um, it's not just a, a, I think if it was, if it was easy, as I said, everybody would be exercising, everybody would be confident, everybody would be empowered, everybody would be proud. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a really complex thing. So, you know, if I'm to, I'm to give one thing, one thing, tidbit um, that is usually relevant to everybody it, it goes to shame um, and shame is one of the biggest things that we put on ourselves. and sometimes we shame ourselves or we shame others in the hopes of changing behavior you know you know you're you're overweight you need to go for a run you know or you're overweight you shouldn't be eating those chips you're fat you should be get out you're lazy you know like you're shaming but what shame actually does it's, it's a pretty nasty thing and it really pushes our our behavior change in the opposite direction that we want to go. So if you've ever, and again, if it was as easy as a light switch to stop shame on others or on ourselves, we would all do it. But the first step is to really be aware of what that shame looks like. Are you putting shame on yourself um, when you look in the mirror or are you choosing to not have a dessert because you're, you know, you're too overweight. You can't have that dessert. I don't earn it. I don't deserve whatever, you know, that I could give any example. Um, you're really not doing yourself any favors. You're, you're unfortunately pushing yourself in the opposite direction that you might want to be going. So mm -hmm. the first step is to really identify those shaming behaviors that you're putting on yourself and the others. And then once you're aware of them, you can start to switch that thinking and that, that self-talk a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, that is fascinating because I had never, no one has ever really said that before. I've never heard that. So I think that's really mm -hmm. unique and it, it makes sense though, you know, yep. um, I'm sure that's why. I'm sure it's at the base of a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming, I'm guessing that you do a lot of, you have a lot of women clients. Is that, mm -hmm. or do you have both men and women? Yeah, I started out the business focusing on women. And what I was really looking to create was a, a, an environment where, um, yes, we exercise. Yes, we work out, we have fun, we sweat, all of those things. But really the best part of this whole business is the, this whole program that I have is the community and is the camaraderie and is the support of women. Mm -hmm. um, because of my background in psychology, I'm very conscious of, you know, the videos that I put out or, you know, the words that we use for each other and the word and you know the community has grown in a, such a supportive way through that so I think people do kind of like the exercise but <laughs> they stay for the community <laughs> they yeah. stay for the support they receive from me they stay from the support they receive from each other um, really like-minded women of every you know some I have people that have working there have worked out their entire life right and and some are brand new exercisers and 
everyone is, you know, they always say everyone is welcome, but truly everyone is welcome and really supported and moving through their own journey. Um, now, through the last few years that I've, I've been doing this, um, it, it's interesting. I have some male clients now mm-hmm. um, who have really come in and, you know, for a male to participate in, you know, being coached online through their exercise, there, there is a level of vulnerability of these men and, you know, sure. they are fantastic. And they, they all came in through their spouses, if I'm going to be completely honest, you know, their spouse was a member and realized, you know, my husband can do this too. (laughs) You know, he can be coached and supported. So my male clientele, which is very small compared to, I'd say 98% women, um, 2% men, um, has come in through their spouse or their partner. Yeah. I wonder how they got them to do that. I'll have to find that out from you. Well, there's a whole psychology behind that one too. Oh, okay. I might have to. That's another day. Yes. Yes. Another, another podcast episode, probably. Um, Very cool. So I like that you said that it's a community and there's that camaraderie. um, Cause that's what I've been learning as I've been doing all these things um, with midlife with courage is that women want to support each other. And when that happens, it's beautiful and wonderful. And I think sometimes as younger women, we don't get that. We don't understand that, or maybe we're just not ready for that. And um, I love that you're doing that even online. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's amazing, actually, if you think about it. I 100% agree. And it's really, you know, this community building, this community that we've created has really come about from a place that I've been in a place of happiness to be able to create this. Mm-hmm. I think had I tried to create this when I was in a, a um, you know, not quite in that state of readiness um, mm-hmm. of understanding that caring and understanding that growth and understanding that compassion and connection, mm-hmm. um, it may not have been as successful as it is. Um, right. But it is the number one priority of this group is yeah. the building up and supporting of women. As I said, we do love to sweat and we do love to work out, but we also cheer each other on pretty, pretty hard. (laughs) Wonderful. It sounds, it just sounds great. That's amazing. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I always ask my guests, if you could go back in time and give yourself some advice, what would it be? Mm -hmm. I was thinking about this question and I think you're the, it's very timely because what she said before was what I was thinking, because I was thinking about what that answer would be. And I I don't think I could give, you know, even if I went back to myself 20 years ago and tried to give myself advice, I don't know if I would be in that young, like I was young, you know, that state of readiness to hear the information (laughs) that I would love to give myself now. And, you know, understanding who I am now and what I can give and, you know, all of those things. But, um, and I don't think, you know, I wouldn't change anything because the good and the bad has led me to where I am now. You know, there's been some bad, everybody, nobody's gone through life without some ups and downs, right? So (laughs) even those pieces that, you know, the regrets or or whatever it is has led me to where I am right now, which is an amazing, amazing place. Um, But if I must, (laughs) I will say, um, be kind, be kind, Um, be kind to others, Um, listen and I have really learned the, the, uh, the strength of relationships and the, the impact that you can have through being kind and um, building those strong relationships with people, because that's what we're, that's what we're here for. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. That's beautiful. Yep. And it's so, I mean, it sounds simple. Just be kind, like just, mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> it can have that's, it. that's it. Lots of great effects from just doing that. So yes, I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. So, yeah. um, if people want to find you and check out your programs, where would they um, find you? Mm-hmm. So, um, Facebook, Instagram at <laughs> best you health coaching, best you health coaching, um, best you health coaching.ca on the web, as well as Jenny at best you dot fit. I can be found at any of those locations. Perfect. And I, we will put that all in the show notes for people to check that out because you, I mean, we're from the U S you're in Canada. We can still participate internationally, right? I had a, a, a member from California today. Oh, see, <laughs> wouldn't that be cool? Canada, California, Texas, everywhere. Everywhere. Absolutely. The online world. Yeah. I just, that would be so cool. You could tell yeah. people, yeah, I work out with a, with somebody, with a coach in Canada. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Hey, right? Wow. Yeah. So yeah, do you think you're going to keep it all online or do you think you'll do some in person at some point? Or, I mean, you're doing great with the online. It sounds like. You know what? You never know. It was created in a way to provide convenience for women, busy women, you know, who have lots going on, um, limiting the number of barriers in the way, mm-hmm. you know, the, the travel, the, the call, anything, all of the pieces that could be, I call them barriers, but they're known as excuses, <laughs> right? So <laughs> any excuse that we can remove to make it a successful program. I do run some in-person stuff, but it will 100% definitely stay online mm-hmm. and what it morphs into only time will tell. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, I wish you a lot of success and thank you so much for sharing your story with us today, Jenny. I really appreciate it. And thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Maybe we'll have to have you on again for some future, future episodes. Anytime. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. We will talk to you soon. You've been listening to Midlife with Courage, and I hope that you've been inspired and motivated to live your amazing life. I'm Kim Benoit, and I want you to live every moment. For more inspiration and motivation, check out my website, www.midlifewithcourage.com. You can read more about my story and find links to more great information. Take care of your beautiful self, and I'll talk to you soon.